Triple M's Summer Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. It's Loz and Tomo's What's Trending. So the fairies to KI? Yeah, there's a fair bit going on, mate. Is this happening? Well, so the, the fares are going to double, all right, mm. to, to get over there. So the, the services, I should say. The fares are going to drop to the residents under a new deal. So it doesn't really help the people that are travelling over there for a holiday, but this is really, really good for the, for the residents. Or, I, I don't know, if you've got a shack over there, yeah. are you a resident? Yeah. You are, right? If you've you? got an address. Okay, yeah, you are. if you have an address. Well, that's there. fantastic then for the people that have shacks over on Kangaroo Island because they're, they're drop. It, this is this is huge, actually. All, so, it'll drop by almost 80% loss. So they're going to get over nice and cheap, but people visiting are subsidising that by paying more? Is that what you're saying? Well, I don't know. They might just be staying the same. That's oh, the thing. Okay. Yeah, but it's just good for residents because it is a pain in the ass. I'll tell you what. Like, I've got family over on KI, and as soon as, when they come over and back, they just don't want to do it. Yeah, because it's go, too if you, if you guys want to catch up, you can come over here and we can show you a good time. But hell, if you're paying, you know, it's a fair bit of yeah. money once it you get over and back. It makes you kind of isolated if yeah, you're well, not wanting right. to leave. You're a bit marooned over there because it's so expensive to leave your own home. So it is a good thing absolutely for the residents um, that are living over on KI, but yeah, it doesn't help us plebs that we want to get over and uh, sort of visit it. Lots. What I want to know on yeah. 0488510047, I've heard so much about this ferry that was... You know, back in the day that, that ran from Glenelg, it yeah. was like a super jet ferry that you oh, were mate. you were over there in like 20 minutes. Don't even talk to me about the, the public transport we used to have. Oh. Do you know there used to be trams that went out to the suburbs? Like no. in Melbourne? Yes. And we ripped That's them all up. That's not true. That is 100% true. What are you talking about? 1047 if you know the story behind that, because I don't know off the top of my head, but we had so much more of a tram system that went out to suburbs. So you're telling me we had more transport than just Adelaide to Glenelg, Glenelg to Adelaide. Yeah, it all got ripped up. It, it all got ripped up. Staggering. It, it, it makes me sick. Wow. And, and that is the one, and you know what they put in instead? The O-Barn, which is great, mm. but it's like... Yeah, great if you want to go to Modbury. Yeah, absolutely. But there are other places. For sure. Zero four triple eight five one oh four seven to get involved with that. Um the cricket yesterday, Loz. How'd it go? I we, didn't see. Oh, we've been plugging this thing for bloody weeks and months and whatever. So the first ball, let me just set the scene here. The first ball of the summer, Loz. Yeah. Is usually it's usually a, a bit of a dead rubber. You know, Not there's this there. massive build up. It's like Christmas Day, if I'm gonna sure. be honest. First present. You build it up for so long and then it's over in a flash. But it sort of went the other way yesterday. This is the first ball called by JB brilliantly yesterday. Starkey's got the brand new Kookaburra. Alex Carey on debut. Rory Burns to face. Listen to the noise. Oh! oh smashed it! Stumped! Knocked him over first ball! Oh, you dropped Burns! What a start that is! The castle's over! Unbelievable. So it was a good, bo- it oh, was a we good hit? It's seriously, leg start, Mitchell start, come around and just go on a whooshka. 147 we knocked those pommy prats over for, mate. Is that so, good? Yeah, very good. We're okay. going to move on straight away because I feel like, you know, you're not that invested <laughs> as I am. I, I am invested. <laughs> I just don't understand the words you say. Anyway, we'll be batting today and Ashes are going to be back live on Triple M from 10 o'clock this morning. So this is disgusting. Mark McGowan-themed cereal oh. called State Daddios. Oh, has launched in WA. What is I feel this? like they have Stockholm Syndrome over there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because they're like, yes, we love our leader. He is good to us. <sighs> but I think it's a bit twisted what's happening, how like much control he's got over the state. Yeah. So state daddios, they kind of just look like Cheerios, to be honest. Mm, how much would you pay for them, you reckon? Me? Mm. I don't. 
I'd steal them. You'd steal them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what they're going for? <laughs> Probably like five bucks or something. Five bucks, you reckon? If we had them here. Times it by five. What? $25. For this box of cereal. Um. $25. <laughs> um. What? Uh, uh, wh- <laughs> But why? Andy, I, don't, I got no idea. I just don't understand. What about the Stephen Marshmallows that we're going to be coming up with? You mean that I came up with? What do you mean? Oh, you're a psychopath. <laughs> that was my joke. And you stole it you from got, me. You got in at 4.30 this morning and wrote that down. <laughs> no! Sperry is coming up with cereal, but no one can eat it because they can't get it through their masks. No, so. but, yeah, I probably would have just left it oh, with my joke. Oh, you're an actual <laughs> asshole. And just a quick one as well, wrapping up. The showdown next year is going to be round three, which is absolutely brilliant. Nice and early. April uh, 1st. So it's going to be a Friday night as well. Pitch to punch. Which is superb. Full and now, Lozzie, we were just speaking about transport here in South Australia, or the lack thereof. Yeah, well, we don't have fantastic train and tram systems that mm. go across a huge network. No, that's right. The ones that exist are very good and well kept, but they don't go very far. Well, the one, the yeah. one tram. <laughs> like a train ha- too. Hard to get it wrong though, isn't it? <laughs> the tram from Adelaide to Glenelg back to Adelaide. <laughs> I still get nervous every time I get on, like, oh, am I going to go to the right yeah. place? <laughs> God forbid take me to Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> but I dropped the fact that there used to be more. Yeah. They used to go out to suburbs. We've got someone on the line who can confirm that. Good morning. Rodney. Good morning, guys and girls. How, How are, are you, mate? How are we all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're good, man. So what's your um, what's your information you got for us, Rod? Trams used to run down North Terrace to the old Royal Adelaide Hospital before they put the new ones in there. They already used to be trams run down there. Mm-hmm. And they also used to run down the middle of Port Road to Semaphore. Yep. Is that right? Yes. And out to Prospect. Yeah, that's why you got that big island in the middle. That's where the tracks used to be. Yeah. Wow. And I think there was yeah. some out in Prospect too, but I could be wrong. But it, it... I'm not sure about the Prospect one, but I know they went down Port Road. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, Rodney. It... Yo. Have you heard about Rodney and the Chook? Rodney and the Chook? Yeah. No. Oh, Rodney, oh. you didn't hear it. They, all right, we're no. going to have to get, get someone to send it to you off air because it was actually very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the producer for throwing me under the bus there as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rodney. Hey, Loz. Yeah? Just uh, changing tack quickly. Now, we've worked together for what, four years? Yeah. What's the one thing that I've always slammed you on air about? Like, there's been a few things, but it's something that you've done so many times. It's not so being late. No, well, yeah, that's one thing, but it's not that. That's another thing that you've Parking done so many tickets. M- yeah. <clears throat> I had a bad day yesterday. Oh, I knew it! I saw the Triton <laughs> parked out in a two hour zone, yeah. and I said, he's not going to make it. Yeah. He's not going to make it back there, but I'm not going to tell him how much you get. I'm showing you it right now. What'd you get? $57. Yes! <laughs> It's easy, to, it's easy to do, isn't 57. it? 57. And do you know what pissed me off most? What? I'm like, because I'm a person like, right, I stuffed up. I've got to deal with this straight sure. away. So I'm sitting on the throne this morning with my phone and my wallet. I'm like, I'm going to pay it. Yeah. So I've got it up. I put in the expiation number, put in my rego, comes up. Not payable yet. Yeah. I've got to wait <laughs> yeah. two business days yeah. to pay this dog. 
Yeah, that's right. That's how they get you. Because then you forget about it. And then I forget it. it's going to double. And then it doubles. And guess where mate. I am today, mate? I'm in another one at 9 o'clock, so I'm out at 8.30 this morning. I'm not doing another one. Yeah. We're okay. cutting half an hour of the show off. No, we're not. We're probably Triple M family are probably <laughs> jumping for joy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get stuck into this, Loz. Oh. What did you get stuck in? <laughs> What did I get stuck in? Yeah. Ah, bad relationship. Oh, no. <laughs> Not funny, is it? Always his fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this My is, fault for trusting him. This is off um, the back of a couple of girls yesterday. They, they got, got stuck in a trolley. Stuck in a trolley and tradies had to come up around them. Yeah. Like, And you'd feel like you could just pull them out, like two yeah. big, bad, bustling tradies yeah. could come up and pull them out or wedge them out or no. even a bit of CRC down the side of the trolley. Yeah. A four-inch grinder. No, that's crazy. Sparks everywhere, Loz. Had to cut the side of the trolley. The tro- I feel for the trolley, mostly. Yeah. It's another one we won't be using again. <laughs> the other ones are in the torrents. <laughs> My heart breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing sadder or more darrow than just seeing a trolley sitting in water. In the torrents as well. Oh, and I tell so you what, awful. the torrents is really, it's been transformed over the past couple of years. It is beautiful. You it go is. for a nice walk out there and then you see a bilo trolley <laughs> hanging out. So that's definitely been there since 91. How did it get there? <laughs> oh, they don't biodegrade either, those oh, things. Oh, man. Um, I, one of the scariest moments of my life, I was a toddler and my head got stuck between the iron bars on my parents' bed. Oh. So their bed head had iron sort of poles yeah, right. going up. And they were just enough to poke your head through. Yeah. But then I'd obviously grown a little bit. Like my noggin had grown a little bit since the last time I'd done it. So yeah. I could slide it through, but then my ears wouldn't let it get back. Oh, and no. my mum had to grease me up with butter. Is that right? Yeah, she had to grease me up. Butter around the ears. Grease me up, woman. Wow. Yeah, it was te- like the screaming, Tomo, the yeah, screaming. I bet. And, and when... Like, I think about it now and how hilarious it must have been yeah, for my for mom sure. trying not to laugh at me. Mate, Just... if you were my daughter, I would have left you there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, two bars. <laughs> um, for me, so we had a family pool table at, mm. uh, at home. It was actually, no, this was at granddad's house up at Popper's house at the farm up at Meadows. Mm. And I would have been about, oh yeah, maybe five or six. And uh, dad was playing um, Popper in a game of eight ball. Mm. So I was bored as Shit. Like seriously, watching them go at it, they're probably half pissed as well having to go. So I've grabbed the triangle. I've put that on my head. I'm walking around with this triangle as a necklace, and I yeah. think it's pretty funny for five minutes, and I could not get it off. And Dad's like, eh, that's what you get, son. And they assure it, the only time they took it off my head for another game of pool. <laughs> they only bothered when they needed it again. Let's do this on one triple three five three, eh? Let's do it. What'd you get stuck in? Yep. What did you get stuck in? This is off the back of a couple of girls yesterday, Loz. Stuck in a in a trolley yes. and a couple of big, bad, bustling, burly tradies had to go over there with a four-inch grinder and cut them out. It's embarrassing. Yeah, it is a bit. What like, did you get stuck in again? A bad relationship. <laughs> um, no, I got stuck in my parents' bedhead. Yeah. My head just went, got stuck in the, the thing. Yep. Yeah. Mm. We've got uh, the producer in here. What's yeah, going you, on? Is there some sort of technical Jazz, issue? come on, mate. It's an honest show. What's going on? Oh, no. I just realised that Loz can't see that we've got calls. Oh, that's oh. why I'm padding. Yeah. Oh. Um, don't pad. Just go to him. Okay. Go uh, to him? We'll, yeah, go to, we'll go to Chris go. G'day, Chris. How are you, mate? Yeah, g'day, mate. How are you going? Yeah, good, thanks. What did you get stuck in? Mate, it wasn't me. It was my stepdaughter. Mm. Okay. So uh, we sent her up to the park with a friend of hers in the morning um, after a bit of a night on the turps. Oh, no. Mm. And... Um, she got stuck in one of those baby swings. Oh, what? <gasps> what? So oh, the yeah. op- she went the opposite. She went the opposite yep. way around and stuck her legs through the actual holes. Yep. Oh, you're kidding. Yep. 
No. And since the last time she obviously done that, she got a little bit bigger. Yeah. And her friend is coming. Oh, her friend's come running back down at high speed going, Judgey's stuck, Judgey's stuck, and her leg's going purple. Oh, no. So the missus has drucked her dressing gown on and ran up to the park full speed. I've been waiting there for something to happen. Um, I got her friend came running back down going, you need to bring your truck and your tools. So I grabbed her friend, threw in my work truck, ran back up there. And luckily, I was, thinking, I was thinking by the state of her leg that I was going to have to cut it open, take her to the hospital with the baby thing strapped around her legs. Oh but luckily, no, luckily a little bit of lanolin spray and uh, she was good to go. And you're away. Thanks so much for that, Chris. We got Laurie there from Christie's Beach. G'day, Laurie. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. You? Yeah, good. Thank you, man. What did you get stuck in? Oh, we got stuck in an elevator down oh, at no. um, Melbourne Airport. Oh, no. <laughs> How long? Oh, a good 50 minutes. Oh, oh no. that's terrible, mate. What goes through the head? <laughs> oh, heaps, mate. <laughs> we were wanting to, get, wanting to get back to Adelaide and that. Uh, yeah, just a bunch of blokes in there mucking about and end up getting stuck. <laughs> Laurie, did I, I ever tell you about the best part about Melbourne? <laughs> tell me. The road back to Adelaide, mate. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got All Dean right. there. What is this, a West End ad? <laughs> G'day, Dean. How are you, mate? What did you get stuck in? Oh, it wasn't so much what I got stuck in, but uh, something got stuck in my in my mouth. Oh, God. I'm when happy I, you said when... mouth there, Dino. <laughs> I'm not sure this uh, could still go. <laughs> I had a, uh, my mum used to make the little uh, toffees in the cupcakes with the serrated edges around the outside. Yeah, yep. with you. And uh, I, I managed to get one stuck vertically between my teeth in the back <gasps> of my gums. No. And my mouth was jammed open, <gasps> cramping with a toffee stuck in there. Oh, there's no and way. my brothers my brothers told me I had to lick through it, so I'm trying to lick through this toffee while my gums are bleeding, blood coming out my mouth. And their backup plan was to grab a hammer and chisel and chase oh, me no. around. And they're gonna chisel the toffee out of my gob. That was a it was a lost yeah, the, lost pretty what did you? How did you lick it out? Did you? I had to oh, go I... through it. Yeah, it took me about two hours to get my little tongue going back and forth. I was only about five or six. Oh, darling! <laughs> oh, that's going. Thank you so much for that, Dino. Did you, mate? Just watch your line of questioning, would you? Did you lick? What the? Where are we at? It was a genuine question. One minute past eight. <laughs> now, Loz. I made a mistake. A big mistake. I messed up. Yeah. I. I heard a client. I did all the worst things. I leave the room for 30 seconds to go and take uh, a toilet break. Yeah. And I, I do you remember the conversation, how it went? You said, I really need to go to the toilet. And I said, I'll do the live read. That's all right. You can yeah. go, mate. That's fine. I'll be fine. Yeah. Well, this is how it went down when I left the room to go to the toilet. Just search Community Lottery to register your group for the People's Choice Community Lottery. SA Lottery number. It's a, sorry. SA Lottery <laughs> M14102, participation terms and conditions apply. Like, management must really be questioning that 400 grand contract they've given you as well. 400 grand. For, for a brekkie deal, mate. Like, I, don't I know. Think so. Seriously. Mate, do you think I'd be I in just... here doing summer breakfast with you if I was on 400 grand? Get stuffed. Oh, I made a mistake. Um, you've been compared to a few people. Who? Well, not Hitler. No, no, oh, no. Good. No, worse. Andrew Jarman. <laughs> yes, family. The Morfordville race course is bringing the Spring uh, Racing Carnival to Adelaide. <laughs> so hit refresh with a Cooper's Dry, the simple refreshing beer. Drink responsibly, family. Drink responsibly, <laughs> Start family. Start that one again. You said... <laughs> 
So hit refresh with a Cooper's Dry, the simple refreshing beer. Drink this. Please. You did it again. Did I? The sim- simply. Speaking so, of simple, have a look in the mirror. So, so, <laughs> so hit refresh. So hit refresh with a Cooper's Dry, the simple. Sim- <laughs> the simply. Re- You've done it again. Shut up. <laughs> So hit refresh with the Cooper's Dry. You cannot compare me to that. That is different. What do you mean? The different different leagues of bad. I don't think so, mate. (laughs) He's major league shit. I'm minor league shit. (laughs) AFL versus Sample. (laughs) The suburban songs have been a hit. All week, Lozzie. Yes. We're taking taking down your neck of the woods. Hyde Park. Yeah, very close, isn't it? It is, but I'm not a native. Do you know what okay. I mean? Like, I don't belong in, in that area. No, And right. I stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Dog jackets. Are... <laughs> like a red rocket. <laughs> oh, no, come on. A <laughs> lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> Just ruining the party. Oh, that's a cute dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, Gleso Suburban Songs, Hyde Park. Another four wheel drive, never been off road. <laughs> Yuppie at the traffic lights, picking his red nose. No getting stressed as they drink the finest wine. See how ladies of leisure live their lives. Well, Hyde Park is a place where they thrive. Alexis driver hit me near Paleo Cafe. Pain damages right there were changed from his ashtray. Very good, Gleeso. Absolutely superb. It's actually beautiful. I know. You don't even need to listen to the lyrics. (laughs) Just the way that he, yeah. He's just got a nice voice. It's a great song. What did you send to the wrong person? So you did a break yesterday about your mother-in-law farting. I did. And it was very funny, but probably a little bit um, personal and she probably wouldn't have loved it. Oh, she didn't like it at all. Like, and I I said, let's just keep this, you know, in-house a little bit. (laughs) Obviously, the people listening, that's fine. But then they put it up on Instagram. Yeah. And that went nuts last night. Triple M Adelaide, if you want to check it out. So you asked for the audio to be sent to you just in case you wanted to keep it on file. Because you do have a weird, you have a weird collection of audio of all your favourite breaks. Uh, No, like... So many, yeah. which is so weird. It's all in my old emails. I don't have an order to them. I'm just like, oh, I'll use that down the track. I never do. They no. just sit in my inbox. But I'm sure they'll come in handy one day. <laughs> For what? <laughs> I don't Putting know. my kids to sleep? <laughs> Putting anyone to sleep. <laughs> Anyway, so I've asked for the I've asked for the audio, and uh, audio man Sam here, absolute juggernaut behind the scenes. He is very good. Goes to send it to me. My name is Mark Thomas. Yeah. Um, you know, so he goes to send it, and we've all got generic emails here involved at SCA. But he sends it to Mark Daniel, who lives in 
Sydney. Sydney. <laughs> he's, he's the a- audio man. So he's just sent that off. So can you just imagine being Mark Daniel, you know? <laughs> I've got an email from Sam in Adelaide. It's pretty important. And you hear Tomo, the weekend guy, <laughs> filling in for summer brekkie, talk about his mother-in-law and farting. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? he must be thinking, what is my job? <laughs> Or just not understand, like, you know when you get no context context emails and it just makes no sense? It was a rude email. There was no subject in it either. (laughs) Have a bit of this. (laughs) But what am I doing with it? Do you need it edited? Look what I can cut together. (laughs) (laughs) Look at my editing skills. Oh, man. What did you send to the wrong person, mate? Well, I was having a conversation with a boy who I was dating and it wasn't going well. We were wrapping things up and we were having a bit of a tiff through messages. Oh, and yeah. he was saying things that were just insane. Oh, yeah. And hey, hey, yeah, you're the victim. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a good bloke, mate. <laughs> you're just not a good bloke. No, nah, no, nah, it's all his fault. <laughs> oh, I bet you would have done nothing wrong. I didn't. <laughs> he was gaslighting me. Oh, really? It's not saying, even a word. <laughs> oh, that is. Anyway, he was just saying things that were wrong and he was lying and all this stuff. And I screenshot it, of course, to yeah. send to my best friend, Angela, yeah, because we were having another conversation about the conversation. Yeah, I'm not obviously, like I'm a normal, a normal person. <laughs> yes. Obviously, I'm going to bitch about him. <laughs> so I screenshot the conversation and then just sent him the screenshot. Oh. And he went, who was that meant for, Angela? Oh, so he picked it up straight away. Yeah, because you know. If yeah. you receive a screenshot of the chat you're having, you yeah. know that they were meant to send it to someone else. Yeah, not good. And I just said, no, I just that was a big accident. It was a big mistake. So I started gaslighting him. And you got him back. Yeah. <laughs> Been together for four years. Oh, come on now. No. What are you doing in here, Tommy? <laughs> oh. How's the stitch up on that? <laughs> Loss, how's the situation? Are you going to defend Mark, your loss? Thomas. Producer Tommy, what's going on? What you- Mark Thomas just called you in here and said, mate, can you come on air? I need you for a second. And I wasn't overly, I don't think we... You said, I don't really want to, but okay. What? Get you on the mic. What are you doing in here? You're a cruel <laughs> man. What, yeah, what were you going to say? No, I'm, gonna, I'm not saying anything now. You're not saying anything? No, I'm storming out. All really? Right. No. Have you spat it? I've spat it. All right. I think you should say it. I was just going to say, I, I told you guys off air that we had some nice calls coming in. Oh, you don't need to say that. That's, that's, that's Tom just was for like, us. Get that on the air. Tommy, we don't need we that. We need all the love we can get. <laughs> we don't get need, on the air. We don't need that on the air, mate. Come on. Oh. I, reckon, I reckon you should get on with the show, I reckon. Yeah. Stop pumping yourself up and get on with the show. <laughs> okay, sorry, Dad. It's been a waste of time. Um, an Australian man has broken a Guinness World Record. Can yeah. you guess what it's for? No, I can't, mate. Oh, how good were those books growing up, though? Did the, you get one every Christmas? Yes, and also they had them in the school library, so whenever we did free school. reading yeah, reading time, we would go and get one of those books. Really? Yeah. Um, he's broken the world record for the loudest burp. Yeah. Do you know how many decibels, mate? No, do you? Not decimals, decibels, <laughs> I should say as well. <laughs> to the power of 30. Neville, Neville, <laughs> Neville Sharp is his name. 110. Have a listen. 110.0. <laughs> That is unbelievable, isn't it? Now they have—they've never heard my sister burp, so oh, I don't think no. this actually qualifies. Is she... she is. I—I I don't think I can explain it. How loud and how wretched these burps are. Wretched. <laughs> they rip through the air. They rip through the air. Really? Yeah, and they were so common growing up. She's going to kill me. Oh, she's yeah. just going to kill me. They were so common growing up that it was like not a big deal to hear them. So she'd be mid-conversation and she'd let it out. It was like a T-Rex roaring in the night. <laughs> she'd be like, yeah, so I'm going to come around at four and pick up the, pick up the kids. Jurassic times. And Seriously. what? And had, had the ability to continue on with the sentence. Mate, 
it was like nothing happened. But what it did was it desensitised me to burps because I think most people find them a little bit rude. Well, I'm going to be honest. I've worked with you for four years and the first week, I'll never forget it, is you just let go yeah. in studio one day. And I'm like, are you right, woman? Where's your class? No, there's none of that. Nothing. <coughs> but if Sorry, I, I'm if, coughing right now. If I, yeah, now you're coughing and throwing up and you just <laughs> farted. What the no, hell? No, I'm not. Like, but if someone goes the other way, down the other end, Loz, you, you find it just horrendous. What, a, a fart? Yeah. Uh, it's different. A fart and a burp are clearly different. But isn't Rupert say he farts in studio, doesn't he? Rupert? Not to my knowledge. Oh, really? I, I think that he's was a little a... bit more polite around a lady. Okay. Yeah, right. But I find burps totally acceptable. Like, if someone burped on a first date, I wouldn't care at all. Is that right? That is 100% true. But farts are crossing a line. See, I think they're both in the same category. No! Both ordinary. One comes out your mouth and one comes out your... Yeah, I understand that. Your sultana. Yes, I I do. Yeah, the freckle. I do get it. But you think they're both equally I think they're both pretty ordinary. I'd like to hear from people, not an actual phoner, but just 04885 Yeah? Are they in the same category or are burps acceptable? Is like this if, where we're at? <laughs> this B- is where we're burp at. Burp v fart gear? People, someone texted and said, you sound like every other station on oh, air. Yeah. What's going on? And I'm like, no one would stoop this way. No, there's no way Mark Siderstrom's doing this. No. 100% not. No, the Brecky's definitely not doing a burps <laughs> and farts equal, equally offensive. So right now we are doing, um, well, you think we're doing no, something. Oh, no, come on. When did we show up to the wrong house? No, so this is... The truth is, Mark, yes. Thomas, Yes. for the last four years, <laughs> yes. I have been putting up with your shizer. Oh, no. You come at me yeah. anytime I do anything, yes. you get a package put together and you play it back of all my mistakes, everything I've ever done wrong in my life. Yeah. You attack my personal appearance. You attack my um, broadcasting style. Actually, I think we've got a little package put together here. Mm. Click it. Click it, mate. I'm in control. Do I have to? Yes, you okay. have to. A Triple M special investigation exclusive. According to our sources, <clears throat> Loz, her co-host, Mark Tomo Thomas, has been bullying her. You were getting your makeup put on here with your deaverish behaviour. I... Oh, no, she's throwing the paper already, mate. I got five dot points <laughs> of this deaverish crap that needs what to stop. What are you talking about? She has felt tormented. I you demanded not... sparkling water instead of tap water. <laughs> I heard you wanted it bottled. And bullied. Well, you're always late, mate. No, I'm like, not. We've been working together for four years and it's it just keeps on happening, to be honest. <laughs> on a weekly basis for an extended period of time. I've set up for uh, Centrelink. <laughs> Centrelink. <laughs> the only radio host in Adelaide that's on the link. Tomo stitched her up, pretending to storm out of the studio one day. Very sorry. Oh, I'm done. Yeah, see you, mate. <laughs> He's just walked out the studio because I slept through my alarm. He also really enjoyed the morning that Loz was late for breakfast with Ruined Dits. I was crossing the river at that time at six o'clock yesterday morning with my old man going to work. And as soon as we didn't hear your voice, he looked left, I looked right, and we just smiled. <laughs> You're a bad man, David. I got texts from my cousins about yep, it. I bet you did. I got texts from all of my mates. Can I oh, just Loz say... Loz her own shit again. Tomo mocks Loz about her age. Now, your minute's off 37, Benny. I'm 30. And recently he gave her the worst insult of all time, calling her Chris Dittmer. <laughs> you're actually dits, because you both have grey hair. Like that one on your chin. Are you kidding <laughs> me right now? But now it's time for redemption. You will get it. You will get yours. It is in the works. Is it coming? I have, mate, there are so many ingredients to this soup. Revenge is a dish best served cold at breakfast time. 
All right, Mr. Perfect. People in glass houses, mate. Oh, no. You're always coming after everyone, yeah. making fun of me. Right. Well, I'd like to ask the question. Oh, here we go. To the people of Adelaide. <laughs> when has Mark Thomas personally dogged you? Oh. <laughs> One triple three five three. Uh, this won't fly. Get in touch right this now. Won't fly. When has Mark Thomas personally dogged you? Oh, there's someone on the line already. Oh my god. Uh, we've got Aaron there. Good morning, Aaron. G'day guys, how are you? Oh, yeah, good. Building a dog. <laughs> so you have a pretty close personal relationship with Mark. Uh, you lived with him for five years. One of his best yeah, mates. Yeah, the uh, better question is when hasn't he dogged you? Oh, yeah. no. All right. Come on. So he loves to come after me. Can you tell me a little story maybe of when he wasn't so perfect? Yeah, look, it wasn't to me, but it was my mate. And uh, he may have uh, gone home with a young lady, mm-hmm. had a one-night stand, and uh, Mark decided he'd go uh, pick him up, do the right thing. <laughs> and he, uh, they were actually, she was actually staying at um, her parents' house. Okay. So anyway, he said, uh, yeah, when you get here, just chuck us a message and uh, <laughs> I'll come out, avoid the uh, awkward confrontation. And then um, Mark's held the horn down for about 30 seconds. <laughs> See, just not a good bloke. Not a good bloke. Not doing a favour to his mate. The old oh. man stuck his head out the window. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, thank you, Fieldsy. Oh, good call. I know there's so many in the bank. One triple three five three. When has Mark Thomas personally dogged you? The phones are lighting up. There are going to be stories for the next 10 minutes, I think, of all the worst things Tomo has ever done in his life. The worst thing about that story that young uh, Aaron has shared is, I don't remember that. (laughs) (laughs) I can't solicit for this, mate. One triple three five three. When has Mark Thomas personally dogged you? Smithy. From year three art class, do not ring up because <laughs> that was wrong. <laughs> not my kind of radio. Tom of the Tormentor, your time has come. I'm flat. You have been making fun, <laughs> bullying me, just making my life hell, stitching me up, pranking me for the last two years. And I just thought, what can I do to get back at you? And I realised that you've already done the work. <laughs> I just have to get people to tell the stories. You just have to find it, mate. We just had uh, my old housemate on Fieldsy live with him for five years, and he uh, he told a harrowing tale. Yeah, about when you dogged a mate who yeah. was just needed needed a hand. I just picked someone up from a one night stand, and he said, "Mate, just uh, can you just come and sneak by and just text me when you're out the front because the parents are home." I mm. said, "Yeah, no worries." I hit the horn. Yeah, hit the horn for thirty <laughs> seconds. A uh, few texts have come through. Oh, um, met Tomo at the Warradale. Who's this? Just a guy. I don't know. It says his name, Simon. He mentioned his four-time Apprentice of the Year <laughs> accolade within 10 minutes. Yeah, that's true. Um, Daddy L has messaged in. Oh, no. Tomo called my 80-year-old... <laughs> oh, my God. What? Tomo called my 82-year-old grandpa son at the casino one night. Yeah. I said you he... met an 82-year-old and you said, yeah. how you going, son? Yeah, it was off the back of a roulette. I'm like, you on a hater, son, or what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is no good. This is what absolutely... are you doing in here, Benny? Well, I've been asked to come in here. Producer and, um, Benny, yeah. mate. Our... When has Mark Thomas personally dogged oh. you, Well, ben? do you remember when we used to do Saturday weekend breakfast Yeah, together? before yes. you dogged us for massive I cash. <laughs> but I was... Do you remember there was one particular day? It started on a Wednesday at the meeting. He goes, guys, I've uh, got a big footy game this this uh, this Saturday. I've got to go early, mm-hmm. right? So we're like, okay. And then this, the, the, the day came and he goes... Just remember, guys, got to be out by 11, no later. If, if we're not done by 11, I'm gone. So we're all working extra hard. Right. Oh, right, okay, mate. Right, right, right. So myself, Alicia, who helped out as well, and you, Loz, we finished at 9 o'clock that show. 
we had a quick wee break and then we were getting ready to, to start recording some other stuff. And do you remember sitting at the table, five minutes went by, 10 minutes went and by. And we went, oh, where Tomo? is Tomo? Because he needs to get he out of here early. Well, we're so, so concerned we're, about we all welfare. missed our lunch break. Yeah. And then we were like, 20 minutes had gone. And then Loz goes, oh, I'll call him. And then next minute he answers, he goes, yeah, what do you want? <laughs> well, where are you? And he goes, just getting some hot food at the market. <laughs> He was at the markets getting food. We all missed our own lunch break because yeah. we were working through so that he could leave early. And he didn't uh, even ask if we wanted anything. Not or wanted to a word. Smoke bombed out of here for uh, food. I, not the only staff member. Okay, mate. Bad not the luck. only staff member that has an issue with you. We've got a uh, Matt O'Reilly. Oh, what, what do you want, Matty? The content boss here. At, <laughs> what, um, what the hell Triple do you want? Well, I've got. I've found that Tomo says one thing to my face, <laughs> and then either goes on air or gets with a group of people and just absolutely lays the boots into me. Yeah. Um, the things so he says a, about you, mate. There was a day where he invited himself to my house, rocked in with five beers. I don't know what happened to the sixth one, whether he, it was just a bit odd. Normally you bring a six-pack, a yeah. full six-pack, but no. Sat himself down prime position in front of the pizza oven <laughs> and uh, ripped into the pizza for about four hours. Mm -hmm. My kids went hungry. He ate that much pizza. <laughs> and then the next day, Can't remember gets, that on name. Air, gets on air and does a phoner about a wood-fired pizza oven's overrated <laughs> <laughs> and how much everyone owns them are complete tosses. But I've got a latest one that I want to add to his list of bad traits. And yeah. this, I only realised this yesterday, and I reckon when I say it, Loz, you're going to know. Yeah. He has an uncanny ability for having bad phone reception when oh. it really suits him. Like yes. you're getting on a roll in a conversation. Oh, oh sorry, mate. It's just breaking up. It's the yeah. hills. It's the hills reception. Yep. We're going to have to do this later. Oh, we'll, we'll be back and forth texting, and then as soon as I ask a difficult question, oh, he's suddenly oh. laying bricks in Meningi. <laughs> I'm sorry? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's pretty good. That's the boss. But right, I think are we, we done need, with no, this? No, we've got one more person to go to, Who and I think, I think this person knows you probably better than anyone on the planet. And this person um, is your brother, Ben. Oh, Ben, I don't fall for this crap, mate. <laughs> Ah, uh, g'day, guys. How are we going? Oh, really no. good. Come on. Now, Mr. Uh, Perfect Mark Thomas loves to come after me, but I'm sure you, you have some stories about Mark not not always doing the right thing. Don't. Can, can, oh, you share, can you share with us maybe one? Especially being the younger brother, Loz, always copping all the time. Yeah. Yep. But I've set the scene here. We're, at, um, we're meant to go to a 21st oh, birthday no. party a few years ago, and it was a black and white theme 21st. Yeah. And I've, uh, I hit Mark up. I said, mate, I'm really battling for anything to dress myself up in. Yeah. He said, oh, don't worry, mate. I'll get you sorted. I'll get a spare pair for you here. I thought, how good is that? Anyway, he said, um, I'll pick you up on the way to the party with a ute load of lads, and then we'll just go there. We'll sink a couple of tinnies. <laughs> Brilliant. So I jump in the ute and he's there. He's in a formal white shirt with a black tie, black dress pants. I look over to the passenger. He's in a tuxedo black. In the in the back, someone's actually in a full-blown jacket, suit, black and white, black shoes. And he goes, here you go, mate. Here's your bag of clothes. I look in. There's a long-sleeve black and white DC top. There is a pair of bright white jeans. <laughs> and he must have picked these sneakers up on the side of the road because they were white New Balances. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm sitting there, I'm at the point of no return. I've got two options. I either stay home <laughs> and sulk it 
or I go down to the show and act like Tuck Sport for the rest of the night. <laughs> It was a good night, wasn't it, Benny? <laughs> yeah, well, I can't remember it, so it's going to I got out of it. Oh, uh, Lossie, 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 I do have to say something. In the past eight years that I've been laying bricks with Mark, not once has he rocked up late to work. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bang. Oh, perfect. I really, I really hope they're doing Secret Santa down there at Triple M so someone gets you an alarm clock. Oh, okay. bang. Laying the boots in, which is fantastic. See? Just swing him around. How tight is your grip on his little nads yeah. that he has to say that to you? Well, I, you was, know, I was texting him while he was on air just then. I said, don't go any further, mate, and make sure that you've got something at O'Callaghan and he's provided. Oh, well, that's fine. I'll, I'll cop that on the chin. <laughs> Ooh. Anyway, don't ever come after me nah, again. I can't. Learn me lesson. Yeah. Thanks, Benny. Get out of here. <laughs> Now, obviously, Triple M are rocking cricket uh, this summer, and it, it, was, it was sublime yesterday. Absolutely. Mm. Like, I was hooked to it. It's that kind of radio that you just want to keep on turning it up, and you don't want to miss a, a bit, which is just fantastic. Um, and they're sharing stories throughout it all, which I just love, like the stories from the personal lives, and, you know, there's Murph Hughes on there. Well, there's a lot of time in cricket to big sort time. of have chats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like the footy. Andy Lee. Go, 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 That's go. right. Andy Lee's on there. James oh, Brayshaw. Uh, the skipper of it. Triple M Adelaide's very own Greg Blewett. Yes, Blue's yeah. doing a great job. Yeah, we got some stars on there. And we also have Mark Howard. And this pricked my ears yesterday. I've been playing cricket myself, Andy. Yep. On Saturdays in the lead up to the season. Playing for the mighty Barwon Heads, beefy. I'm not a very good cricketer. And I went in on a hat-trick ball on Saturday. And to be fair to say, I was scratching around Beefy, letting a few go, missing a few, and old mate at second slip. Jeez, mate, I thought your commentary was boring, but it's nowhere near as boring as your batting. <laughs> Thanks for that, champ. <laughs> you open yourself up, oh, don't big you? Time. Like when you took a job in radio, did you understand that that opened you up to a whole no. new level of sledging no, on no, the no. football field? Because oh. you play footy. Yeah, I did. well, for, for one, you got the text line and everyone on social media that just don't hold back. I give oh, you the strong mate. tip. Yeah. I give you the strong tip there. But when they go after you personally outside of hours, that's the big one. Yeah. I remember lining up for goal one day, uh, playing for the Meadows Footy Club, and someone's yelled out from, because we were doing the weekend brekkie show, yeah. you know, throughout the year. Mm. And I was lining up for goal one day about 35 metres out, which is on my distance as well. I've got to be honest. I'm not a big kick. So I was a bit worried about the kick to start with. <laughs> and I'm walking in and I hear from the boundary, someone's yelled out, Hey, Tommy, you're a poor man's ruined ditch, mate. <laughs> and according to the text line, that is true. <laughs> That was accurate. Oh, apparently so. <laughs> so it, it sort of reminded me of some famous sledges that have happened in sport over the years, Loz. Um, yep. This is a good one. In a, in a Sheffield Shield match, South Australia were playing New South Wales. All right. <laughs> yeah. Now, Steve Waugh has finished with Australia and he's gone back to play with New South Wales. He okay. is the captain of our country, right? So yep. he's playing state cricket because yep. there's a break in test cricket. So he's there. Yep. He's gone out. He's gone to take two centres. Mm. You know, he's pointing at the field and whatever. And he's mm -hmm. taken his time. Like, you know, he's royalty. And the South Australian captain, Jamie Siddons, is going, oh, come on, mate, hurry up. It's not a test match. Mm. Steve Waugh turns around to him and he goes, clearly, because you're here. <laughs> oh, that's rough. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's uh, way up there. Daryl Cullinan and Shane Warne. Oh, no, here we go. So Aussie legend Shane Warne told Cullinan that he'd been waiting two years for another chance to humiliate him. Yep. And Cullinan replied, looks like you spent it eating. <laughs> 
That is brilliant. Um, the best good. one I reckon I've ever heard was uh, Michael Voss and Brett Voss. Okay. Okay, so they're brothers. So Michael Voss, obviously now the coach of Carlton, spent a lot of time at Port Adelaide mm-hmm. coaching, three-time premiership captain, juggernaut of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Brownlow medalist, mm-hmm. done it all. And Brett Voss was, he was just a player, a mediocre player for St Kilda. But... Yeah, that's mm, hard. Yep. That's hard, having uh, a brother be... Well, yeah, that's yeah. right. You know, one's... And, and I'll tell you what, and Michael, with all these accolades, was pretty good on the lip as well. <laughs> really? <was>. Michael <laughs> said to Brett Voss during a game... His brother. Yeah, his brother. During a game, uh, St Kilda versus Brisbane, my dad <laughs> your mum last night. <laughs> <laughs> Which, hey, it could have been true. Uh, and also, it's not an insult, really, no. but it is... But well, without think, doing that, those two wouldn't be. But you'd think that Michael, having all of the accolades yeah. and all of the glory out of the, the siblingship, yeah. would just let his brother have a moment, but no. No class whatsoever. 04 we've, uh, we've asked for your sledge stories, Loz. Yeah, so on the field, off the yeah, field, we get it. sledged all the time. Absolutely. On the text line. Oh, yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, we read them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Scott's texted in and oh, said, yeah. I got called a postie one day on the Oval playing cricket. Postie? A postie. And after being called it a few times, I said, why are you calling me a postie? And the reply was, because you don't deliver on Saturdays. Oh, wow. That's brutal. That's very good, though. I know. When it's smart and brutal. It makes you, you think. You can cop it on the chin, can't you? You can. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, sorry, I just thought of one. The thing about sledges <laughs> is that. They're mostly incredibly graphic. Yeah, yeah. And you can't repeat them on radio. Yeah, that's right. But there are so many that I'm thinking of right now. What do you got for us? <laughs> Say it, drop it. No, we would both be. Fine. We're in delay. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm driving around in a 1996 RAV4 at the moment. Oh, righto. Uh, I took it off my brother and sister-in-law's hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they weren't driving it, needed it on the road. You know how it is with those old cars. They need to be driven. And I said, what do you want from it? What do you want for it? And he said, my brother said, no, 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 it's all right. Just just cruise it around until you save up for your other car. Um, Just spend whatever you were going to pay us on oil. On oil? I said on oil, as in an oil mine. Yeah, right. (laughs) Invest. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) BHB, if you're listening, 13353. (laughs) No, he said, no, it leaks oil. So you're going to have to spend a bit of money on oil. And I thought, oh, yeah, no worries. That's fine. Oil can't be that expensive. I would have said, what, 30 bucks for a a five litre or something like that? Yeah, no, it's more like 80. $80? For the one I need. And... It leaks oil like it's uh, like a professional a at it. Like a sieve. Yeah, like it's done a degree in oil leaking. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. It's um, it's costing me a bloody fortune yeah, to right. keep this baby on the road. Wow. And it smells, Tomo, the yeah. smell of the burning oil. You know, yeah. it's just, it's a lemon disguised as yep. a not lemon. I know the one. I know the one. So my girlfriend's Charlie used to do it all the time as well. Mm. And we had to fill it up bloody every sort of five days sort yeah. of thing, right? Yeah. Fill it up. And it we got it fixed, which was good. And uh, we're away now. But And you're shitting yourself all the time. Because yeah. we're going up and down the freeway. You're doing Ks on it. And you're yep. just like, mate, this is going to crack head in no time. But that, like, that. That fear of petrols. I don't even fill it up with petrol as much as I fill it up with oil. Well, that's <laughs> Petrol's become like a second thought. Petrol, well, whatever. Yeah, petrol, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. And the thing about being a woman when you have the bonnet up on a car mm. is that it immediately is the damsel in distress signals go out. Yeah. Oh, big time. So uh, even even just like a car park, yep. I'll get in the car and I go, I should probably top up. It's been about four days. Yeah, right. So I'll pop the bonnet. Yep. And as soon as the bonnet pops, it's like it's, a signal it, goes out. You know those dog whistles? Yeah, it's like a magnet. A man whistle. Yep, there you go. Goes off and suddenly 
about 50 dudes yeah. just start flocking towards the car. Perfect. You're right there, darling. Perfect. You're right there. You're right there. Mm. They're never around when you actually need them. No, that's right. But when you don't, no, nah, it's all right. Just doing the oil. That's it. Hey, you I, got a funnel there, love? Oh, you're doing the oil, are you? Yeah. yeah. Well, if they didn't do that, I reckon you'd go on and complain that no one was coming to help you, it was. Well, that would be inhumane also. <laughs> so, once again, you're the victim. <laughs> it's very hard to please me. <laughs>